This PBS NewsHour podcast is supported in part by Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Their scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the cancer drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. Find out more at DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. From samba to hip hop to reggae, so much of the music we enjoy has African roots. As Stephanie Sy reports, tonight, for the first time, the Grammy Awards recognizes music produced in Africa with a category of its own. This report is part of our arts and culture series, Canvas. On a recent Friday night in Washington, D.C., DJ duo Matthias Broom and Chris Harris mixed tunes from across the world at Layover, their monthly dance party. You never know sometimes where your layover is going to be at. So that's how we wanted the music to be. You never know where we're going to touch down, you know, sonically. And how big of a role does African music play in these jams? Plays a really big Plays role. Big <laughs> they sample sounds from across the continent, from Afro beats, a fusion sound driven by West African rhythms, to Ama Piano, a subgenre of house music from South Africa. I grew up listening to Hip Life, which is like the old school Afrobeat. Broom was raised in a Ghanaian household in Maryland. The African sound's always been in me, so I grew up loving these rhythms. In recent years, those familiar sounds have hit the global mainstream. One seminal moment? Drake's 2016 mega-hit, One Dance, featuring vocals from Nigerian Afrobeat star Wizkid. Since then, some of the biggest names in pop, R&B, and hip-hop have collaborated with African artists and producers. Now that like Beyonce or like Chris Brown or like your Selena Gomez being on one of the biggest Afrobeat songs from last year, it makes it so much easier to be able to like tap into like that pocket of stuff that like I was afraid to play because I afraid it would clear the room out. But now, like, it all just goes hand in hand. African musicians have also become stars outside of the continent. In 2022, Burna Boy became the first Nigerian artist to sell out New York's Madison Square Garden. And last year, Tyla became the first South African to enter the Billboard 100 in more than half a century with her Ama Piano-inspired single, Water. Once you hear it, you hear those drums, you hear those, the percussions, it just, it permeates in your body. You feel it. You can't stop. Tina Davis is the president of Empire, a U.S.-based record label and distribution company that has a roster of African artists. It started out being something that the diaspora really loved, of course, but now it's grown to a worldwide phenomenon. A lot of people all over the world love the music. Music that until now fell under the global music category at the Grammys. Every music that doesn't have a category goes into world music. And I think it's unfair to all genres of music to just be clumped in one category. Last year, the Recording Academy announced a new category, Best African Music Performance, for songs that, quote, utilize unique local expressions from across the African continent. It just shows how important our music has come and how influential we've been. Jules is a British Ghanaian Afrobeats producer and musician. He's long pushed for African music to be recognized at the Grammys. The Grammy is the most ultimate musical award ceremony in the world, right? 
So them giving us this category is kind of like a way of us kind of like getting into the mix and being able to be strategic and say, hey, we'll tell our story properly. This year's nominees, all from Nigeria or South Africa, are mainly Afrobeats or Amapiano artists. I think the first class of nominees are just the tip of the iceberg. Anita Gonzalez is a professor of performing arts at Georgetown University. There's such a huge amount of music that comes from the continent, from South African vocal chants to stringed music that has been performed by the griots and others, to the Ethiopian music and North African music. All of this is part of the vast panoply of what we call African music. She hopes the new category will spotlight other African genres. I'm hoping that with this um, Grammy recognition that people will also understand the vitality of each of the countries and the unique kind of ethnographic sounds that they're producing. That's a dream shared by many in the industry. And hopefully we'll have an African Grammy at some point, an actual award show like the Latin Grammys. I think the sky's the limit. Back in D.C., Matthias Broom says it's clear that regardless of where African music goes next, it's already had an impact. I grew up in African family. We'd have our different lunches, the new American kids. We would look different. We would dress different. They're like, oh, you're not cool. You're from Africa. You're not from here, blah, blah, blah. And fast forward to this day and age, everyone's like, so what's popping in Ghana right now? What's popping in Nigeria? Like, I saw the Nigerians wearing this. Like, where can I get that? And now it's totally so weird to see it, but I mean, it's, it's great to finally see it. A cultural footprint that is sure to grow. For PBS News Weekend, I'm Stephanie Sai.